0: On second and four, Hurts looking to throw. Going in zone, wants brown. It's there. Touchdown, Philadelphia. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by Bet MGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
1: Philadelphia Eagles off to a 3-0 start. All Jalen Hurts has done, by the way, in his last 22 regular season starts, uh, win 21 of them. They're pretty awesome uh, on the road in Los Angeles this week to take on the Rams. We'll find out what Ross Tucker thinks about the Eagles and the Rams, the Cowboys and the Niners and more in just a second. But to remind our live audience, we will get back to our handicap of week five, 20 minutes from now. We will. I promise we've gotten sidetracked a little bit, but we will talk about the Vikings hosting the Chiefs. We Ken, and I will do Sunday night football with the Niners and the Cowboys and Monday night football with the Packers and the Raiders. Jason Sobel uh, still to come in the power hour, final hour of the show, Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio talking the Sanderson, the Sanderson Farms. Uh, We'll give you the games we've already bet in the NFL for week number five, and we'll give you our baseball bets coming up for tonight. But joining us right now here on You Better You Bet on the BetQL Network, which you can watch on Stadium. Shout out to everyone watching the show right now on Stadium. Listen to on Satellite Radio, Sirius 217, XM 205, is our good friend, Odyssey Sports NFL insider, the great Ross Tucker. Insider Calls presented by BetQL. Download the free BetQL app now and get instant access to the industry's most advanced suite, it's a suite, of sports betting tools right at your fingertips. Ross is on Tuck, uh Ross, his last name is Tucker. Ross Tucker is on Twitter is what I was trying to say, at, uh, at Ross Tucker NFL. Ross, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken, my friend. How's it going?
2: It's going just okay, but I'm thrilled for you guys about the distribution with Stadium and SiriusXM. XM. That's amazing. It's so nice out that I tried to just, I was on the radio in Buffalo right before I came on with you guys, and I tried to walk and talk, which was fine, but now I'm sweating. And I don't like to sweat unless like I'm really trying to sweat. So I am now no longer walking. I'm just sitting here trying to cool down while I talk to my guys.
0: Yeah. And just kind of bizarre here in the Northeast, at least like it's, it's October 3rd, it's like 84 degrees outside. It's going to be really warm tomorrow too. Just we had, we had rain for two weeks. We had cold temperatures. Now all of a sudden it's like June again, which is, which sometimes leads to sweating, which isn't great. Ross, you met, you mentioned you're on, you run with Buffalo. I'm going to guess part of that conversation was about the bills, like demolition of the Miami dolphins. And probably this question are the Bills the best team in the league right now? Now, you know, we got Philadelphia and San Francisco. Some of these other teams haven't lost yet. The Bills did lose in week one to the Jets. Uh, you think the Bills are the best team in the league right now?
2: I think they have a strong argument. Yeah, I mean, I, I do power rankings every Tuesday on the Ross Tucker podcast. I have them number two. So I still have the Niners one. The Niners haven't lost yet. They've been very dominant for the most part in their games. They got a really good team. So I've got the Niners one, but i got the Bills too. I mean, I have them ahead of the Philadelphia Eagles just based on the way the Bills have played the last three weeks. It's really, really hard to win NFL games, period, let alone by double digits. What, do they have three straight games now where they've won by 20-some points? It's really impressive. And we know about Josh Allen and Diggs. I think the two things that jump out to me about the Bills these last few weeks, they sort of have a – they have like a physicality to them running the ball on offense that I don't think they've ever had under Josh Allen, like during his era. They can, they can line up. they got two new guards who are both road graders in McGovern and Osiris Torrance, and they can put Latavius Murray in there or Damian Harris and run right at you. And I don't feel like they had that that physicality Previously. Then the other thing is that they're significantly better on defense. Now, how much of that is Micah Hyde playing at safety and being back? Or I think this Terrell Bernard kid looks, he almost looks like Milano out there. He looks like he's better than what they got from Edmonds the last few years. And I think certainly some of it is Sean McDermott calling the defense, but they're clearly better on defense and they clearly can run the ball better between the tackles. And I think those two things have really helped all the other stuff they were already able to do.
1: Buffalo the third choice to win the Super Bowl at our show sponsor BetMGM plus 700 the Bills plus 325 to win the AFC behind Kansas City to win the AFC by the way I would be remiss if I didn't say about our guy Ross doing an amazing job calling NFL games and big time college football games this year I've been saying for years Ross is the best television color analyst that we've got like in the business doing it right now so thrilled for Ross and getting more opportunities to do this and be on the lookout for Ross calling national games both college and the NFL Ross I do want to just get your take on the game coming up in london on sunday bills are a five and a half point favorite against the jaguars total in the high 40s about 49 i i'm having a hard time figuring out what i want to do here i think the bills are going to win the game but my concern is like can jacksonville maybe keep this game close No, Tradavius white for buffalo can like can, can lawrence and this offense kind of snap out of the funk here what do you think we see in the game on sunday with the bills and the jaguars
2: yeah, well, as you guys know, because you both been on the show, I record the Even Money betting podcast on Tuesdays, and I, I took the Jags and the points. You know, I, what the Bills are doing is really impressive. I don't think it's sustainable. You know, how many NFL teams have we ever seen, like the 2007 Patriots, that just go through the whole season blowing people out like that? And it feels like if there was a, a comeback down-to-earth game – for the Bills, that this would be it, right? They just played an awesome game at home against their division rival. It was a huge game. They smoked the Dolphins. Everybody telling them how great they are and you guys are the best team in the league. Now they got to fly overnight Thursday night to London. As soon as they land, they practice. It just feels like, and maybe they go out and kill the Jags and maybe they're just that good. You know, Maybe they're just that good. But it feels like a prime spot for them to have a letdown it doesn't necessarily mean that they, they lose the game, but that they're in a very competitive situation with the Jags who have been there all week, who looks better than they have all year against Atlanta last Sunday. They're obviously very familiar with it. They're in a routine over there. So I like the Jags to cover this breast. I still think the bills probably win the game late, but that's a decent amount of points for a Jags team that, you know, I, I thought that was the best they had played so far this year.
0: Russ, game of the week, almost certainly uh rematch of a divisional playoff game last year between Dallas and San Francisco. Obviously, Dak Prescott after the game against the Patriots. You know, reporters ask him, like, oh, how'd you feel? Like, after that, after that Niners game last year, and he was like, oh, you guys are trying to, you know, make me upset and everything going into the week of the game. Like, thank you. So, you know, obviously, like, we have that game from last year where San Francisco – you know, kind of like really held down the Cowboys' offense. Curious if they can do that again. Niners by three and a half, the current point spread. The total in the game, pretty low, 45. Last year's game also went under the total. Any thoughts on this rematch between Dallas and San Francisco That's Sunday night football?
2: Yeah, I, I, I lean pretty heavily to the Cowboys. And again, on the Even Money podcast, I took the Cowboys getting the three and a half. You know, first of all, the Cowboys have played very well this year. Very well. And I know the Niners have also. But, you know, I, I'm a believer, and we talked about this a little bit, whether it's the Dolphins or the Buffalo Bills, you know, the Niners aren't going 17-0, and guys. Like, they're, they're not, I mean, they're not going to go 17-0. And this would be a game that they would potentially lose. Now, it's a home game, I get it, but it's a good Cowboys team. They're trying to make up for that playoff game a year ago, that loss. I think it's going to be a competitive game. I I think it's probably a field goal game either way. Pretty good chance that the Niners still pull it out. But I'm a huge – I don't know about you guys. I know we've talked about before. I'm a huge fan of getting three-and-a-half. Huge. Because if the line is set at three-and-a-half, they're telling you that the teams are fairly evenly matched. You know, it's a home game for the Niners. So they're really telling you that, you know, they think the Niners are, what, a point, maybe two points, whatever you want to say with the home field advantage better than the Cowboys. So to be able to get the Cowboys, who have a pretty decent chance to win the game at three and a half, when so many of these games land on three, so many of these games come down to field goal at the end. I I, I have a heavy portfolio of teams getting three and a half pretty much every week.
1: Uh, you This is how you know Ross went to Princeton, when the term heavy portfolio gets thrown around in an interview talking yeah, about heavy. NFL games for the coming weekend. Portfolio oh, that, weighs a you, lot. You,
0: Got yeah, some you try to lift
1: it. it up and... Yeah. And, and that SOB's a little... Can we say that word, the B word on stadium? Now we'll have to find out because I really like to say yeah, it. You right. better, you bet with Nick it's and on a Tuesday. We're talking week five in the National Football League with our pal Ross Tucker, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider. Ross on uh, Twitter, at Ross Tucker uh, NFL. Ross, let's talk about the, the Eagles and the Rams. Um, Sean McVay says that Matthew Stafford is all good with the injury he suffered in the com- in the, uh, the the game that the Rams almost blew to Indianapolis this past Sunday. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of believe it when I see it in regards to Stafford. And we'll also see about. Cooper Cup. if he's going to be activated to play in this game, it's obviously Tuesday. We'll find out more information as the week moves along. The Eagles right now, Ross, about a four-and-a-half-point road favorite at L.A. Total is high, right? 50-and-a-half. Uh, what do you think we see here? And, again, like information still to present itself over the course of the week, but your best guess right now for the Eagles and the Rams.
2: Well, the first thing I want to say is McVeigh is such a good coach. I mean, there's no way I thought the Rams would be 2-and-2 two two right now without Cooper Cup. When, when Cooper Cup went to Minnesota to see a whatever specialist, I was like, oh, boy. I mean, Ken, and I'm not like – Ken, can you name a defensive player for the Rams other than Aaron Donald right now?
0: No. And I, I'm bad at naming players, too, to be fair. But, like, I actually can't name one.
2: No, I want everyone to know. You're driving in your cars. You're watching on stadium. You can't either. Nobody can. I, I, I'm not picking on Ken – I mean, I barely could. I'm, you know, I do the Eagles pregame. I'm looking at the Rams depth chart today, and it's like the scene from Major League where the five people in the front row are like, who the bleep are these guys? It's unbelievable to me that their defense has played really well with Aaron Donald and ten almost no names. Now, I, you know, I know some of these guys, Jordan Fuller or whatever, like, but still, it is remarkable um, I think the Stafford injury is something that is obviously gigantic in this game. If Stafford were healthy, uh, a fully healthy, it would be a heavy lean for me to the Rams getting the four and a half. They're playing a home. The Eagles, every game for the Eagles, it seems like, other than the Bucks game, has been a field goal game. They're not really pulling away from people. I, I, I get nervous about the Rams if Stafford's hip is a problem because the Eagles' D-line just – comes at you in absolute waves. And so that this is, I mean, not that there's a good team to go against when you have a bad hip, but this is, this is the wrong team because they're going to hit Stafford probably early and often, and that thing might get aggravated. But I could only lean to the Rams getting the 4.5. They've been really impressive, really competitive. And the Eagles, you know, even though they're 4-0, they just haven't been quite as dominant as they were a year ago.
0: That makes makes a bunch of sense. I, I think I'm leaning toward betting the Eagles if that number drops to four, Ross, and we're kind of seeing that on the board. But obviously, a really high total too. And we'll we'll see about Stafford this week, and we'll see about Cup this week. Like some of the reporting is kind of want to ease him back into. We'll go kind of see how that goes. We haven't yet talked about Chiefs-Vikings yet this week, Ross. I, I, we're planning on doing that next segment. We'll see how that goes. Just really kind of like an interesting point spread with how the Vikings have played this year. A bunch of close games, a bunch of high-scoring games. And now here comes Patrick Mahomes, a five-point road favorite, highest total of the week, 53-and-a-half. So obviously a, a shootout expected in this game. Do you see it kind of coming together that way? Do you think the Vikings can be competitive against Mahomes at home?
2: I do. Yeah, I like the Vikings getting the points. You know, something's a little off with the Chiefs. And I know they blew out the Bears, but other than that, you know, and we saw it the other night with Mahomes throwing a couple picks. I don't know if it's like the whole Taylor Swift thing or what. They just they seem like a little distracted. You know, I mean, not only does Mahomes have two uncharacter- uncharacteristic interceptions, but how do you let Zach Wilson have the best game of his life? That's not a real good sign before you play – Kirk Cousins and the Vikings who feel a little bit better about themselves now that they got a win. Their defense is playing much better. It looks really good against Carolina. I like the points. I like the Vikings in that one quite a bit, actually. I mean, look, it'll be fine. The Chiefs will end up winning the game at the end. Mahomes will drive down the field. They'll kick a field goal. They'll win. And it'll be a nice business transaction where the Chiefs get what they want and the people taking Minnesota plus the five get what we want.
1: There's only one word to say in response to that. Skull. I agree completely with Ross. Ken and I will talk about this game coming up in a little bit. Uh, Ross has a betting podcast, which he has alluded to a couple times over the course of the interview, Even Money. Ross has been supporting our show since day one. Support Ross. Check out his betting podcast, Even Money. So, Ross, um, I'm guessing that you gave out all your best bets, your favorite picks for Week 5, because you've, you've said it a couple times. Um, out of all the games we have not yet discussed here in about 30 seconds, Ross, what is your one favorite bet for Week 5 that we have not yet discussed for our listeners and viewers?
2: I went teaser crazy this week. I went teaser crazy, and I paired them all together. Um, I can't think of all of them off the top of my head, but pretty much any game, as you guys are looking at the board right now, where a team's getting one-and-a-half or two or two-and-a-half, I did a 6.2-team teaser with them up to eight, eight eight-and-a-half. Teasers have not been as, as good for me this year. As They've been in previous years, but I don't care. I'm, I'm doubling down. I feel good about the Saints and some of the other teasers I took this week. So I went very, very teaser heavy across the board.
1: Yeah, that would be that's the Raiders right now on Monday Night Football against the Packers. That's the Jets on the road at the Denver Broncos and the Houston Texans with CJ Stroud on the road at Desmond Ritter and the, uh, the Atlanta Falcons. I'll say good luck mm. with the Saints on the road to the Patriots. That one would make me a little nervous. Uh, Ross, we appreciate it, my friend. Odyssey Sports NFL insider Ross Tucker on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL. Um, enjoy the games this weekend. Safe travels. We'll talk to you soon.
2: Absolutely. Will do. Keep killing it, guys. So proud of you guys. Thank you.
1: Insider Calls presented Thanks. by BetQL. Download the free BetQL app right now. Known Ross for a long time. Great guy. Coming up next, Vikings and Chiefs from Ken and me.